What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. Hello, everyone. I'm very excited to learn nothing more about a stupid tag team known as Cloak and Dagger. You know what I want, Sean? I want zero mention of those two hooligans. Hooligans? As many as zero mentions. (laughs) Zero mentions. Because last week, you were mentioning them all the time in your last report. And you know what? I hate Cloak. And especially Dagger. So, Sean, hmm. hero zero. (laughs) Why do you hate Dagger, specifically? I just wanted to get that off my chest, because before I do the intro, this is Hero Zero, where we mm-hmm. cover one comic book character every single week. We only talk to one. good points. We talk only one, specifically not Tiger, but only one, <laughs> and we talk through good points and their bad points, um, and just kind of give you a rundown of everything to do with that character. Normally, I do DC, Sean does Marvel, and... Sean's last report was on a certain character called Cloak, the probably the best character of Marvel. But their partner, I've already said my piece. I mean, <laughs> top five worst of all time. So, Sean, I've done a report in between, but now you're back. You're back this week to surprise us. Who are we doing? Iron Man? Captain America? Maybe, well, I don't know, Thor again? Please, well, I've done Captain continue. America as well. Like, no, you have, yeah. You have, uh, yes. Episode one. Um, <laughs> so, I am covering everyone's favourite Mar- Marvel character, <laughs> Tandy Bowen. Oh, so far, not angry. Please A.K.A. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Dagger. <laughs> um, yes, I I have to say I was slightly expecting this. I don't know if you picked up on my subtle cues, but since you did Cloak last week, I assumed maybe Dagger was to follow. Yeah, like they, t- they tend to work together, Connor. Mm, yes. So a lot of this, for anyone who's already listened to the Cloak report, a lot of this might tread the same ground, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just cover it as best I can. We'll get all the information out there and... It's one of the interesting things about Cloak and Dagger is that they are their own people as well as being a crime-fighting duo. So I, I think that's a very... It's a nice sentiment for everyone. Much like we're separate people as well as no, fabulous my, podcasting hosts. I don't think so. I think neither of those are true. Those <laughs> statements you just made. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the same person and we're both <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Excellent. I'm happy to also interrupt at any given moment. If you feel the report's not going well, I'll jump in and I'll take over. Don't you worry. Excellent. I can't wait yeah. for that. <laughs> I have no information here. I have all the information here on a Google Doc, so I'll do my okay. best. So, Tandy Bowen was born in Shaker Heights, Ohio, an affluent suburb of Cleveland. Uh, oh, affluent. Affluent. Fucking hell, boys. Oh, yes, uh, So Tandy's mother, Melissa, was a celebrated and self-centred model who had become rich not only from her own career, but from receiving her late husband's estate. Uh, Sorry, not late husband. He just he just vanished. Uh, He vanished. uh, (laughs) Just, you know how it is. One day he's there, the next he's not. Next, poof, he went to India seeking spiritual (laughs) rebirth. Uh, Ah, uh, subsequently, uh, Melissa, who's Tandy's mother, married a man named Philip Carlyle. Although he was a kind man, Tandy was still hurt by her father leaving and did not accept Philip as her stepfather. Her mother... Kind of a dick move. 
Yeah, I mean, Philip's trying his best, you know. Big Phil has just ever coming into this family. Big Philly over here. Big Philly's over here, and he's just like, got to make friends with the daughter. I'm just really trying my hardest. He's probably buying her ice cream, maybe asking her about her day. He's just trying to, as all stepdads. Come on, man. Jesus! You know what? I hate Dagger. I know I've gone back again. You gone back. You, you you did a backslide. Uh, her mother also started like neglecting her and just not being there for her. She's like, "Oh, you oh. don't like Philip? Just get over your dad leaving." Um, oh, that's handled that with a lot of respect and dignity. I like that. That's true. Well, that's what a self-centered uh, rich person would do. <laughs> just cheer up, fuck's sake! Have you ever just tried stopping being depressed? <laughs> <laughs> so feeling unloved Tandy turned her affection to an older teenager named Rob Daltrey uh, oh, but, no. wh- but when he left for college shortly thereafter uh, an absolutely despondent Tandy left home on a bus for New York City oh uh, so she's now running away yeah she's had enough of her her upbringing her privileged life in Ohio stupid gone- nice Phil <laughs> I hate you, Phil. I know her mother's an asshole, but Phil seems nice. <laughs> Phil's just trying his best. Uh, almost immediately upon her arrival, a man tried to rob her, uh, but was stopped by the homeless Tyrone Johnson. She bought him food, oh. and the two became friends. Ah. Now, do we remember Tyrone Johnson, Connor? He's Iron Man, yeah. Yeah, he I is. I do remember that. You know what? Yeah. Uh, in a way, he is. In a way, he's everyone's Iron Man. But in another way, I'm pretty sure that guy is Cloak. <laughs> Ooh, very good. Very good mm. memory, Connor. So, mm-hmm. um, here is did where Did you say ca- memory? Yeah, I did. I was hoping we could just gloss over it without addressing <laughs> it. But. No, if I'm not getting away with Ori, there's no way you're getting rid of memory. That's true. <laughs> oh, Ori and memory. Those are our detective names. <laughs> Uh, so this is where I start treading old ground a little bit so I'm just going to briefly discuss this so a man named Dr. Simon Marshall and his men uh, were rounding up runaway kids offering them food and shelter the naive Tandy agreed and Tyrone went with her suspecting that things weren't right Uh, when they got to Dr. Simon Marshall's compound they were knocked unconscious uh, and injected with a new drug that the Magia were trying to use as a replacement for heroin once again, the Magia is Marvel's version of the Mafia. They just changed one letter because copy my homework, but don't make it too obvious. <laughs> exactly, and let's not get the real Mafia after us. <laughs> exactly. Stanley was very scared of the real Mafia, like the rest of us. You nearly said Mafia, and that would have been. I did nearly. Oh, I, uh, my my memory kicked in though. Then I forgot. My name I is Mafia Rememory. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, I think he's Poirot's brother. It's <laughs> um, quite good, Connor. Um, because of latent mutant genetic factors, Tyrone and Tandy survived the, uh, the use of the drug, while the others died due to its effects. Uh, they escaped, along with another prisoner who had become Mr. Negative, uh, by jumping into the river, and they both began manifesting superhuman powers. So right. they discovered that Tandy could keep Tyrone's darkness in check because she was able to output light. Um, Marshall's men, Dr. Simon Marshall's men, attacked them, but they were consumed by Cloak's darkness and then hit with daggers, light daggers. 
Oh, did, so uh, we covered it last week, but yeah, Cloak's power is that he has shadows, lights, and Dagger's pa- power is that she is covered. She's like a being of light. Yes. She em- emits light. Yeah, she's connected to the light force as much as he's connected to the dark force, kind of. Okay. So the two, as you know, became Cloak and Dagger, pledging to mm. protect other young people from the dangers they had encountered. So Tandy is fiercely loyal to Cloak. So even when reun- when offered to be reunited with her stepfather, you remember Philip. Uh, I, I remember being Phil. Phil is trying his best. Phil is trying like, his- I even accept you as, as the being of light. Yeah, like, I just like, think we could go to Thanksgiving. You could have an easy life. I could look after you. Uh, yeah. But even when that was offered to her, she remained with Cloak. Phil's the kind of guy, he sends her a birthday card every year. She never responds. Yes, just... But he keeps trying. He's not giving up hope. No, every year... And he always has that look in his eye where the wife is like, she's never going to respond. And he looks into this and he says, maybe maybe not this year. Maybe next year she'll be ready. She's got to keep trying. Just... Christmas and birthday, maybe. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Double up. And Easter, maybe. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. St. Swithin's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Is it St. Swithin's Day already? And Helga. Uh, and so this next paragraph is, it's kind of a lot of just name drops are going to come up. Okay. But I, I left it in because I just wanted you to see like how many characters... Not even Cloak and Dagger, but just Dagger interacts with, like, on the regular Will in Marvel Smith. comics. Could Robert be. De Niro. Could be. They're all in New York. <laughs> all of them. So, uh, Cloak and Dagger at one point teamed up with Spider-Man and some others to halt a murderous supervillain rampage led by the serial killer Carnage. Uh, right. And he's seen at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. He is. No, a Venom. At the end of Venom, is it? Venom, sorry, yeah, the bad one. <laughs> yeah, the, the bad one. With a strange red wig on. <laughs> yes. Um, she accept, Dagger accepted an offer uh, uh, to join the new warriors. Uh, although Cloak, who is kind of shy and antisocial, declined to join. So they do. they will operate separately, but they're nearly unstoppable when they're together. Um, so... And do they operate separately just to kind of give other people a chance? Or do they ever fall out? They've n- they've not really fallen out. Like, things happen. Um, things happen that kind of drive them apart, but they always come back together. Because their whole thing is that they they only have each other, really. They, like, they, kn- yeah, they know for a fact. There's only, other, there's only one person other in the world who understands how they're feeling. And if you have that thing where, like, you're consumed by darkness, but they're consumed by light, you both went through the same horrors to get these powers, only the two V can relate to each other. Exactly. And if they, honestly, I'll get into it in her powers, but if they don't have each other, they will end up hurting other people as well. So there's. In, I, I assumed for him he would hurt other people, because obviously he's a being of darkness, and there's, like, a demon inside him. Yeah, um, oh, you remembered. But, See no, but uh, I listen to every third word you say. <laughs> but <laughs> I, for her, she doesn't have a light demon inside her, does she? No, but it's 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 a little. I want to say it's a little more complicated. She but it's a little a different. She does, yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe <laughs> and Robert Pattinson live inside her. <laughs> they live inside her. Yes, yes. Um. So, at, there was one time in the comics where. Cloak was manipulated by a, a, a character called Nightmare, 
um, into wanting to consume all lawbreakers. So, like, of any level. Like, it could be he stole a bar of chocolate from the shop or he killed 15 people and robbed a bank. If there's even 1% chance that he's guilty, he's got to be eaten. That's that's what's on his T-shirt, yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Dagger sought the assistance of... And this will also tell you how strong Cloak is, because listen to this roster that Dagger assembles to take him down. Oh, yeah. She sought the assistance of Daredevil, Black Widow, Moon Knight, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and The Punisher. Holy shit. I mean, Black Widow, Daredevil, Punisher, they're kind of on the ground. Put it, what, the Punisher's just going to shotgun him into the face. Yeah, he'll just kill but him. But I can understand, Doctor Strange would be the one you'd go to immediately. Yeah, because anything to do with magic and like the dream world, he's a safe yeah. bet. Um, so eventually, during the fight, Dagger was forced to use her full power on Cloak, uh, which temporarily transferred his darkness to her, refer- reverting him to normal. So, oh, so she took all of his like shadows away yeah, from him. Yeah, as much as light can absorb darkness, she just took it all into her. Okay. And now Cloak eventually regained his powers, and the two continued to adventure. <laughs> so it was kind of a way, just like to get them out of that battle. If she just takes all of his powers at that one time. Yeah, and but like. Again, she was really the only one who could stop him because as long as he could control darkness, he would be fine. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, she did go for a serious roster, but I don't know how much hell Punisher is against a being of darkness. You you can't shoot a shadow. (laughs) Like, he just has his shotgun and his bazooka, and he's like, I don't know if I'm any use to you, lads. (laughs) Like, he is just basically shadows, and I just have a few bullets. Yeah, I think it was more the fact that Dagger wanted literally everyone else to fight him before she'd have to okay fair enough um so this this next paragraph i've just put in for there's there's one joke i want to make at some point so okay and and oh i you know what the best type of jokes are planned ones so i'm very (laughs) excited about this one so the two were later approached by norman osborne who wanted them to join his dark x-men now, the two initially refused as they did not consider themselves mutants. Cloak remained dubious, but Dagger eventually agreed when Osborne promised that they could fight drugs on a global scale. So Cloak and Dagger are, as you can imagine, very against drugs and the drug trade. Well, that's what made them, yes. Yes, uh, yes, and it killed a bunch of other innocent kids. Yeah, and but can I just raise one single point here? Norman Osborne... Yeah. Notoriously a bad guy. Yes. Um, and also, this team that he's forming is called the Dark X-Men. Yes. Which I would say implies that the X-Men currently, if you wanted to do good, just join the X-Men. Norman Osborn's shady little Dark X-Men thing, it might be a racket for some evil wrongdoing. Well, Connor, this next sentence might appeal to you. <laughs> Go on. They soon, however defected to the real X-Men. <laughs> yeah, surely that would be more beneficial. Because they learned that Osborne was torturing mutants. <laughs> of course he was. So, and Cloak, for, Cloak at this time forged a strong working relationship with Wolverine and together they trapped Romulus in the Dark Force dimension. Now, okay. that, that it's not really a joke as much as... I, oh. Do you remember... 
Romulus, Connor. Oh, I, I remember it, yes. Uh, do you remember it? Do you remember yes. a report I did a few weeks back on a lady with a sphere for a head? Um, I do remember, but I can't remember her name. It's Ruby Thursday. Ruby Thursday, yes. That, the, basically, the that whole scenario leads up to Cloak meeting Ruby Thursday. And in my opinion, it's the height of his character development. <laughs> Just because he meets this character that nobody's ever heard of. Well, we've heard of her. <laughs> well, look, we have, and all our listeners have. But really, we're the only ones ridiculous enough to give Ruby Thursday the time of day. To multiply, multiple times refer to her. Yes, and multiple name drops in this very report so far. Excellent. Well, look. Yeah. I, the more the better, I say. When I die, I want on my gravestone spend at least three minutes talking about Ruby Thursday at one time. <laughs> um, so, after, after an X-Man named Dr. Nemesis learned that Dagger was not a mutant, uh, the two of them quit the X-Men and returned to New York City. So they're not mutants. It varies depending on who's writing them and what they need at the time. Because I would, I would assume that like the way you get around that is the drug brought out their their mutant gene, and, yeah. and it was like everyone else died because they didn't have the mutant gene in them, but those two were special somehow. Like that's that's the general that's generally the story, but there's like. As long as the powers section on their Wikipedia page is, there's another section detailing every contradiction of whether or not they're mutants. Right, okay, that's fair enough. And why do they... There must be a weird thing that they don't want them to be in the X-Men. Maybe they're too powerful. They kind of are. And, like, it's... They can kind of replace a lot of X-Men who aren't... Like, for every ten not-super-powerful X-Men... Dagger could replace them, really. So, Professor X and Wolverine, first two out. out Jean oh, Grey, Cyclops, fuck off. Now we got Dagger and Cloak. I mean, if you Everybody have Cloak, leave. If you have Cloak, you don't need Doorman. <laughs> How dare you? You <laughs> always need Doorman. How are you going to get to the next room, Sean? That's how you I mean, can't that's Cloak Doorman. to take me in the dark dimension. Oh, actually, no, you're right too. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, if anyone just remember, Doorman was one of our very first reports here on the show. Um, I don't think they actually have them on iTunes anymore, the early episodes. Oh, really? I think they only do the top 50 or top 100 or whatever. But I think it is still on Podbean. So if you go to Podbean, it has all the episodes. Doorman is one of our very, very first ones. I wonder how we've changed since then. But Doorman's power is that he has the ability to make himself a door. But also, once he goes into a room, he cannot get back out. So... You could use him to rob a bank. He'll get you into the safe. But, but then you're stuck getting in the safe. Getting out is up to you, good sir. <laughs> I merely provide the entry. <laughs> so on to Dagger's powers and abilities then. So her main power, as you can probably guess, she has light force generation. So What is that though? Well, as a result of her exposure to experimental drugs, uh, Dagger generates a form of living light. Um, which is actually light force. Now, all humans produce light force, te- like, but it's, so, it's usually so minuscule that it's it's like it doesn't register at all. But Dagger uh, produces much, much more than normal humans do, um, and is generally conservative in the use of her powers. Overuse of the powers could be fatal, 
as it's it's kind of her life force if you get me and so it's not it's not like solar powered or anything like that it's not like superman gets his power from the sun where does she get this power for light or is it just in her it's it's just in her like her body generates it um so if she goes more than a week without using her powers she'll become fevered and delirious and eventually she'll discharge all the light force energy involuntarily oh Oh no! So if she if she overuses it, she loses life, and if she underuses it, she also uses loses life. Yeah, so she's walking a tightrope the whole time. Okay. And that's why, like, it helps being around cloak because he needs to take in light, otherwise bad things happen. And so they're constantly feeding each other. Yes, like, and in a very kind of symbiotic kind of way. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she has light force daggers so she can form six inch light daggers which she can throw from her fingertips Uh, they may automatically form under certain conditions such as if she sees a person in danger it's just like instinctive Um, and the maximum range is unknown but they weaken the farther away from Tandy they are that makes sense Uh, and does she throw them or just like force project them from her head she she does throw them um, okay, that's but, pretty cool. Yeah, like it's it's and they're they're essentially infinite as well, really, um, because you think like the amount of energy it takes to make one dagger is not the same as an explosion of energy that could kill everyone. Yeah. Um, so they can track someone, um, so that she can follow their movements, um, and it's also very effective on tracking cloak, because he seeks out light. And light kind of seeks him as well. So anytime Cloak goes missing, she can find him fairly easily. Because he's always getting lost in that dark dimension. It's always a whole thing. Uh, yeah, and if what's, what's really fucked is... Um, do, people hit by the knives have their life force disrupted. Um, so Disrupted is a funny word to say decapitated. No, 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 no. So... Um, Dagger can drain a portion of their life force enough to kill them if she wishes. Um, however, normally she chooses to leave them in a state of shock where they will see a vision of how their life might be different. The, it's the, ex- the experience is powerful enough to make most individuals rethink their choices. So she's like mind bending them to be like, you don't have to be a criminal as she's kicking the shit out of them. Yes, like it's it's very much like you know the Ghost Rider penance there. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that, except it doesn't leave you like broken at the end of it. Holy shit, that's a, such a cool power. It's so cool, like and and think like any minor thug is like uh, fair enough. Hardened criminals are outright evil people. It doesn't really affect, but street level criminals who they fight most often, she can just turn their lives around. And and then, of course, they're going to be like, yeah, what have I been doing? Look at me with this big bag that has a dollar side on it, which I can only assume robbers use. That's And they're just like, I, I better start a new job. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so she also has, in on the subject of drugs, she has light force detoxification. So Tandy's energy can help purge a person, removing toxins, drugs, and other malignant substances from their system. It also has the capacity to cure certain people of drug addictions. That's so interesting. So her powers are like... she Can she be poisoned herself? No. But she can drain it from other people as well. 
Yeah, I think she's like less susceptible to poisons, I think, but she can okay. be poisoned. Okay. Um, but anyone else, she can like f- just flush their system, and it's grand. But you could get around that if she was poisoned, she could have dagger uh, or cloak suck the poison out of her through the light, and then just heal him. Or yeah. Something. Like it's they're they're a perfect match. Like I can't stress yeah. that enough. Um, yeah. So uh, another one she has is light force manipulation. Um, so she can project her life force energy in a diffused manner. Uh, allowing her to illuminate dark areas as if lit by natural light. Uh, this is also how she feeds Cloak's hunger. She projects the light into Cloak's dark dimension. Um, and she's also unharmed when traveling through it. Interesting. So she's constantly using her power then, whenever they're together. Yeah, just like feeding the monster that is Cloak's hunger. Okay. Uh, and now Cloak's a good dude, but it's just... You know, he has a demon whispering to him all the time. Which, I mean, anyone would re- would relate to about the fact that that might piss you off at some stage. It would piss me off, certainly. If uh, you had a guy whispering in your ear, kill everyone, kill everyone, kill everyone, all day, eventually you'd be like, you know, what? you know what, he's raising some good points. <laughs> um, so, Dagger is also an experienced dancer, um, and she was also blinded for a time. So she knows very well how to move uh, with a move and fight without being able to see. She's a lord of the dance. Lord, she's a Michael Flatley type. She's a Michael Flatley type. Um, so her strength level, she's a norm, She's the strength of a normal human who would engage in intensive regular exercise. But she focuses on agility rather than lifting. Yeah, so she's speed. Yeah, and... Like, it makes sense for her fighting style. If she's just throwing daggers around, that can essentially stop most fights. She doesn't need to be super strong. It is interesting, like, with cloak and dagger. I mean, obviously there's a whole other, like, mutant thing going on. But hawk and dove, like, they have a kind of thing where dove is all speed. Yeah. And so she's bouncing around him. That's just... When you said that she's a lot more agility than anything else. Like, I think... I just like the idea when one fighter is the heavy and one fighter's the the lighter person just bouncing around them. Yeah, because that makes more sense in a fight that you're not just... If, if, they're, if they're able to defeat one of you, they're able to defeat both of you if you're, you know, if you're both just strong or if you're both just fast. And, like, that's... It's a classic comic book trope. Like, Batman and Robin... That's yeah. literally what they do. But yeah, that's why Robin's a gymnast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on the Marvel 1-7 to rating system... Here we go. I've been waiting all report. Uh, we have a durability of 2, energy projection okay. of 6, fighting Ooh. skills of 5, uh, in- intelligence of 2, speed of 2, and strength of 2. Intelligence of 2 is pretty harsh. It is harsh, but bear in mind... Like, she left school when she was 15 or 16 and lived on the street. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. and you said five? Five Fi- for fighting, is it? Fighting skills of five, yeah. Fucking hell, that's pretty decent, because it's, it's not three, like, peak physical human condition. Yeah, like, three is the best you can get as a, as a regular human. Um, so she's pretty indestructible. Yes, in a fight you don't want to come up against her. Now, if we compare that to Cloak from last week... Uh, so dagger has a durability of two cloak has a durability of five uh dagger has energy projection of six cloak has energy projection of three dagger has fighting skills of five cloak has fighting skills of two 
they both have two intelligence. Uh, Dagger has a speed of two, Cloak has a speed of seven. Dagger has a strength of two, Cloak has a speed of three. So when you put them together... Yeah, so they're literally just yin and yang. Yeah, like the things that Dagger is good at, Cloak is not good at, and vice versa, really. And that's good character development. Like, that's what you want from these characters. If they're a, if they're a duo and they always come as a duo, you want them to balance each other out. Yeah, it needs to make sense that they're together. Yeah, well, sure, what, yeah why else would these two super powerful people be together unless their weaknesses are actually their, their partner's strengths? Yeah, like they're, they're literally better together. <laughs> yeah, um, I that was a really good report, John. Thank you very much, Connor. I, I was I was worried because it was essentially, I didn't I, I didn't want it to feel like it was half a report, you know. And you knew I hated Dagger, but now you've kind of turned me around. Oh, he only mildly dislikes her now, lads. I'm uh, no, really, my love now goes to Philly, Big Philly, <laughs> who's the nicest man we've ever met on the show. <laughs> Big Philly, Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> and Philly, when he first got mentioned, I thought he's a bad guy, and then. Turns out, he's an absolute sweetheart. He's the Tom Hanks of the comic book world. <laughs> he's the nicest man in Marvel Comics. <laughs> Doesn't get mentioned enough. So, I think that's it for this week's Hero Zero, Sean. It is indeed. Would you like to take us yeah. out, Connor? I will. So, um, if you want to support the show, uh, you can go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Beautiful. Um, with that, you can get an extra episode every single month if you do the $5 tier or more. Um, and through that, we've done X-Men First Class. We've done Batman Begins. We've done reviews of a lot of old movies in our Lazarus Pit series where we go back and just watch one comic book movie. And we just kind of give a, give a bit of an overlook, see if it still holds up. Um, and just something like what we did last week with Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, but it's just for more movies, for more content, if you love the show that much. But other than that, if you want to support the show, you can like and subscribe to us on iTunes. That really helps us out. Give a rating on iTunes, maybe a, maybe a five star or a one star. If you really don't like Philly, we don't mind. We do. Well, um, I do, but look. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and most importantly, you can give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So on Twitter, we're at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast. And just generally, tell one human being that we exist. Just the one. Just the one. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.